Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. This is the episode that you have been waiting for, Rhea, for months and months and months. I think it's fair to say many months. I think it's fair to say my whole life. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know you when you were little, so maybe. Well, I think I always knew that there was magic out there. I just wanted to know what to do, how to use it. Yeah. So we've, we've hammered on about how manifestation isn't for everyone. We have discussed how important, how important purpose is, how when you are living your purpose, which is just you and pursuing your joy and your interests just most ardently, we've then had to discuss why purpose is so important, right? I mean, that if you are really trying to heal your karma and move forward and get out of 3D separation, purpose is really one of the routes to do it because that grounds you. And of course, we're looking at karma, right? Using karma as a modality, a means to which we can understand where we are disempowered, how we've accepted life in separation, and then be able to heal that in order to live our purpose in a very big 5D way. And our purpose is, is always to serve the collective. Through? Living our joy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we just kind of mad libs that. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but Liz, that works. Lives her purpose. <laughs> Fill in the blank. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly it. Yes. Our purpose is to serve the collective by living our joy. Yeah. So when we talk about getting through our karma, mm-hmm. By anchoring in our purpose, it's about finding the joy mm-hmm. so that we can move through stuff. Because that teaches us where our desires are, or it starts to, right? It's and our all... desires are so important. They really are. And the reason why manifestation, why it has to come up again, seems like it comes up at least once a season, is that some people are using manifestation, and we've said this before, as spiritual bypass. If I can manage to manifest X, Y, Z things in my life, the right job, the right person, the right whatever, fill in the blank, you know, so I have this life that I think I really want, or I, I truly believe I want or should have based on all these external trappings I've, that have been sold and marketed to me since my childhood, then I know that I'm worthy. I know I'm good enough, right? And so people have been clutching to manifestation of late. It has not gone away. If nothing else, it's grown. Well, if you think about it, we talk about how effectively our karma, mm-hmm. this whole the whole karmic journey, is about understanding that it's not the external that defines you, but it's the internal being reflected out. Yeah. Right? But if you haven't done that work to understand what that internal bit is, mm-hmm. right? Because if it's always our internal reflected out. So if we don't like our internal, we're going to be looking to the external to reflect something different so that we could believe that it, it is different. Yeah. So that's why we yeah. focus on the external so much. Very much. Because we're trying to tell ourselves our internal is good enough. Mm-hmm. And manifestation, I definitely was one of those people where I thought if I could have all these things, then I know I'm good enough. And I was able to manifest quite a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But the stuff that really mattered, I could never manifest which was the joy, which was the happiness, which was the sense that I deserved it. Mm -hmm. Because I can tell you from personal experience, you can be in the relationship you've always desired. But if you don't believe you deserve that relationship, it's a fucking shit show. And it is painful. And all it is, is your issues coming up and up and up and up again all the time. You can have everything you want. Your life can look as perfect as you've always dreamed it to be. 
But if you're not able to be in joy, mm. it's meaningless and worthless. Because yes. it doesn't matter how many other people think you're great if you don't. Yeah. And so what happens if we're using manifestation to spiritually bypass our issues and convince ourselves then we've healed the separation and therefore we must be in 5D oneness. We've just tricked ourselves, just kind of created a house where it's really just, as you kind of said, we've just kind of built a facade without actually furnishing and creating the rest of the house. Yeah. It's only got one wall. Exactly. The outside the one wall, exactly. (laughs) No door. (laughs) Well, you can't walk in. Because... 5D is about being in harmony and flow with your divine self. Yeah. 5D is knowing you're good enough. Yeah. So if you're looking to spiritually bypass, you're not good enough. And it's not, I'm so good enough, I've created this couch. (laughs) It's, you know, I'm I'm not, it's not, I'm so good enough, I manifested a thousand pounds, although that would be really ideal right now. If we're talking about that internal reflected out, 5D is just being truly at one with yourself. And then your external reflects that oneness back at you. Mm Mm-hmm. So when we're in harmony and flow, it means that all of our wants, needs, and desires revolve around our purpose and by extension, our fate, which means that there will always be enough. And that's a very, very loaded concept. So we're going to break that down for a moment. Yeah. Sorry. Because I almost found myself zoning in and out. Yeah. That your eyes were like, okay, focus. Yeah. (laughs) But you drifted off just long enough that I was like, I totally lost her. Yeah. You lost me. Okay. (laughs) When you're in harmony and flow, it means that exactly everything is enough. I know what I need in life. In my in this in, moment. It's more about moment. moments, right? It is very much in the moment, but I need to explain something, and I'm not sure if it's going to come later or now, but it's something I noticed in the outline. That it's very present, focused, right? Magic is, as you said, this whole idea of want and need. Yeah, it's about the present. But the present will always move you forward. Which means that you're still, and because it's connected to your fate, it still is somehow future leaning. Does that make sense? Because if something is moving us forward, as in we are always going to be progressing, all of our wants, needs, desires are all about getting us to that next thing. But we cannot live for what that next thing is. We can only take... We can't wait for it. No. We can only take what we can in the present, but it will always play into the larger picture. Well, okay. I'm going to try this. Good luck, Rhea. <laughs> Tackling two big concepts in one simple. Let's see if we can do this. In the first three minutes. Because <laughs> obviously we're out of our karma now. We're in a place where we are making choices in alignment to us and just letting them unfold. And living fearlessly, right? Yeah. Without yeah. ego or without our egos interfering yeah, well, just, with our choices. Well, yeah. So just we're, we're living with no expectations other than we will listen to ourselves and honor that. Yes. Right? Amen. And in doing so, mm-hmm. what comes in front of us are many different paths we can take. Mm-hmm. All of which will be fulfilling our fate. Is our greatest potential that can be realized in this lifetime. And so there are options. Now, at the same time as that, and I can't believe I'm going to talk about this. Let's look at time. Time is simply, as you've defined it somewhere at some point in this work, a measure of our evolution. It's what moves us forward. Yes. Right? So yesterday. And comes from our heart. Okay. Okay. And it comes from our heart. But (laughs) tomorrow I'm just going to be a more expanded version of myself because I experienced today. Okay. That's it. It's a very beautiful statement. So time effectively just keeps pushing us forward in Mm. our growth and our evolution. 
which is what we would define as being able to hold more joy. Hmm. So effectively, once you're in 5D, the more time you spend in 5D, the more joyful you become. Okay, that's a really nice way to say it. Therefore. Although I would argue it'd be more happiness than joy. Okay, therefore. Mm -hmm. If in every moment Mm -hmm. you're experiencing happiness. Yeah. Right? And you're getting more used to the happiness, which is what we said at the beginning of the season, experience becomes normal. Mm-hmm. Then every day that you're having a happy day mm-hmm. is more happiness that you can hold. Mm-hmm. So that is why, whilst it is very much about the present, because it's looking around the present, you're being in now moment. I have everything. Everything is enough right now. Mm-hmm. That feeling, that knowing that everything is enough right now builds so that when tomorrow comes Mm -hmm. everything was enough yesterday and it still is today yes and that is what maybe you mean about forward leaning Mm -hmm. in the sense that it's building it's always building more 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 so every moment of joy every moment of happiness leads to another moment of joy another moment of happiness where experience becomes normal so we want more Mm -hmm. and all those things are working at once yeah so that to really realize our fate which you called the greatest version of ourselves in this lifetime, what I would call mm-hmm. to be able to be the happiest or most blissful person possible on this earth plane in this time for us, uh-huh. all those moments yeah. are preparing us for that. Mm-hmm. So every moment of happiness is preparing us to be even happier, mm-hmm. which is why it's probably forward leaning. Yeah, but there's more. <laughs> so we're going to build on that for a moment. Was I right? Yes, you're correct, Rhea. But remember that... By the time and when you're in 5D, it's not even about happy moments and experiences. It's just everything is. Yes. Right? It's peace-filled moments, but everything becomes that constant, right? And so if your baseline is happy or blissful or whatever, everything is, as you said, an extension of that. And the longer and more you experience that, the more of that energy you are bringing in into everything that you do. Which makes sense. Yeah. Because if I'm happy, the people who speak to me experience happiness. Mm-hmm. The work is infused with happiness. Mm-hmm. The meal I make and I feed other people is made with happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, everything I do is touched with happiness until my life is all consumed with happiness. Because if we think about it, and that's why karma is so interesting, because it's the opposite. Mm. When our lives are coming from an internal place of fear... Everything mm-hmm. echoes that back. And struggle. Yeah. yeah. Whereas when our lives comes from a place of ease and happiness, everything echoes that back. Exactly. Even if the world looks exactly the same. Yeah. And the thing about joy, why we were using joy earlier is because joy is that feeling that is so unfamiliar in 3D, but that's what gets us from 3D to 5D, where then it's the baseline is happy. Okay. In 3D, it's those moments of joy Yes. That we build and build and build that help us recognize yes, 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 our yes. purpose and move us through that karma, right? Yeah. But then eventually it's it's the happy. The joy is then it moves us beyond. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been thinking about this for the past couple of days a lot. Mm-hmm. What has this work given me? Mm. What is it? I've always been that one person that believed in fairy tales, mm-hmm. in unicorns, in happiness. You know, and it was beaten out of me. Mm-hmm. So I think a big part... Metaphorically, of, please, everybody. Yeah. But a big part of... Yeah, fair. But I think a big part of this work is just me going, by the way, guys, I was right. Everything is great. That's right, it's all going to be amazing. Yay. And that's... I mean, 
Amazing. Fucking cool. So we have this space of like, everything's enough. It's all good, right? Yeah. As And when we had that whole conversation around consciousness versus higher consciousness, and we were like, can everybody just get to consciousness? You'd all be great. Mm. Right? That's enough. Yeah. But so at some point, enough it's isn't normal. always enough. Experience becomes normal. Exactly. And so then you want more. And so higher consciousness then just becomes a natural progression. So when things are enough, again, we can exist in that space and it's amazing. Mm. And for some, that's going to be all that they needed to get to in this lifetime, given where their sort of karmic evolution was at or whatever their purpose is. But for others like you who grew up, <laughs> dreamt up, were born into <laughs> this knowing <laughs> that there was still more, there is something that we call magic. And it is not the same as manifestation. It is. It does not work. The mechanics of magic do not work the same way. It has nothing to do with law of attraction or anything like that. So magic is the ability to conjure that which we most desire that has nothing to do with our purpose, but our happiness. I almost want to cry. I'm so happy about this news. So it means that... <laughs> Doesn't it just make your chest all warm? So manifestation is purpose-linked. So how we teach it, manifestation is purpose-based. So if your purpose requires the superpower of manifestation, yeah. you get it, yeah, and you can manifest it. Yeah. But it's purpose-related. It is, or it's also part of your sort of genetic yeah. coding. And purpose-related is, you know, brings you joy, mm -hmm. but also um, is to serve. Yeah, allows you to be in service yeah. too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Magic doesn't give a shit about the service to bit. It's just for you. <laughs> I mean, but remember, if I mean, you're... once you're happy, you're another, you're a happy person in society. Therefore, society is happier. Therefore, everyone's happiness contributes to serving. Yes. yes. All of that. hundred percent. Like, blah, blah, blah. That all still stands. <laughs> but like, especially for someone like me, whose purpose is very much like creating and teaching. Mm -hmm. Does it mean that I can just magic stuff that has nothing to do with this work? So happiness is the result of being in line with our divine selves right? Yeah. Okay. It's boring to you now because you've been a happy person, but it was a very big deal to you like a year ago. Okay. Just going to say that now or two years ago or when you weren't happy is when you're like, will I ever be happy? And now you're happy and you're like, I'm so fucking bored of this happiness. <laughs> Whatever. No, yeah. What's the next thing? No, but happiness is good. But I know what you mean. You're just like, but also for me, I'm happy because I'm like, oh, lol, this is all just a game. Yeah, exactly. Because in order to be happy, that does, we do need that level of detachment, which is also a really important thing that we're going to be talking about. So when we are living our fate and expressing our purpose, we may not be the happiest people. Think about that one for a moment, right? No, 100%. Yeah. I mean, learning everything, becoming karmaless and egoless is not a happy pursuit. <laughs> and part of that is because it's the egoless state okay. that knows ha true happiness. And there, there are a lot of people who, you know, are really going to struggle with dropping their egos completely, you know, or to be able to operate from a place where their egos are not at all informing anything. And just like a 2% ego, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and just to clarify, when we talk about an egoless state, it's not having a fixed identity. It's not being defined by what other people see you as. And which is why when we transcend that ego, and it's the ego that tells us to do, like what to do, how to live, how to express and everything, then that is when we are most in our divinity. Well, it makes sense because if we teach coming out of your karma is 
listening to what your heart says and doing it anyway, yeah. that's effectively acting in an egoless moment. Yeah. So all we're doing is in all those moments, like we were just discussing about moments. <laughs> Every time we act in an egoless moment, oh my God, I didn't see the work this way, but it makes a lot of sense. It's probably why it works. That's mm. probably the mechanics of it, yeah. which I wanted to understand for a while. If you're having egoless moments by listening to yourself, you're having divine moments. And the more divine moments you have, mm-hmm. the more you become your divine self. Yes experience becomes normal makes sense exactly and then you become the divine manifest (laughs) so when we are most in our divinity is when we are happy when we can reach that blissful state and remember that idea of you know when we get really to that point of bliss really nothing can knock us back you know we used to talk about happiness and etc but bliss it becomes more bliss and more bliss and more bliss so it's not bliss and sadness no Huh? I mean, there are like pockets. To strive for. Yeah, I mean, there are pockets. It's not to say you'll never be sad. There won't be like a moment of sadness should something, you know, arise. But it, it will not be an and. Does that make sense? It's not mm. as if the two cannot coexist at the same time in your state of being. So you're always blissful. Yeah, when you're in bliss, you're in bliss. So what happens if something really shitty happens? You're kind of sad, but it doesn't stay with you. Okay. It remains very surface. Your internal state is constant. Fine. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because yeah, no. when we were teaching that sort of hand in my pocket, fine and, eventually you get to a high enough state in happiness and then bliss where those are your constant and nothing can shake that. Yeah. No, it never does. It doesn't. You just become aware there's another emotion or thought that's crept in. Yeah, which I just a, need to deal with. Exactly. It yeah. alerts you. You deal with it somehow, even if it means sitting with it for a day. And I, I mean, I experienced this last weekend. Mm. but I was just the minute I was like for three days I felt fuzzy I felt a bit sad I was fine happy still living my life doing everything normal but I was like mm, there's something working worming its way through here mm-hmm. and then and then the minute I got it I was like I am clear I understand what this is trying to tell me and what I found interesting is the minute I was clear something happened about it mm-hmm. and I'm wondering is that magic no no okay no that's just growth <laughs> no once I was clear on what I wanted, oh, I oh. got it. Oh, um, that's a good question. No, not necessarily. Because that wasn't necessarily about your happiness state. Okay. Okay. So when you are in a state, like in a high state of happiness, we would say, not just in an early state of happiness where you're just kind of figuring a lot out and it's all kind of newish, it feels a little tenuous. And what defines that state of happiness is freedom. Right? Remember how free you felt. Yeah. When you hit that state, right? And so when you have that freedom, that means that I need no more than who I am or what I have in this very moment. Pretty cool the dots they're connecting, right? Mm. No one is telling me what to do, who to be, where to be. And that's where we everything is my choice. And I, that means, and if everything's my choice, I've created my happiness. Exactly. That is when you know you are free. Is when you can do that. And to be your most divine self is to be your most free self. And we can only exist within the bounds of our fate, which are quite wide, when we are truly free. Yeah. Yeah. And karmaless. Yeah. And fearless. No one can take away my happiness. Nothing about my happiness is conditional on anyone else. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be happiness if it were. Yeah. Right? Mm. So sometimes all the living, doing, and expressing can be really tiring, as you also experienced when you were really burning out your ego 
and moving out of separation. I mean, those are just really exhausting, difficult periods. But I'll tell you what was a gift for me. Okay, tell me. Is that when I was going through all my, you know, we joke about the four years of coming out of a karma, coming out of your ego, coming out of all this shit, basically getting to a point where you're like, nothing can define me apart from how I feel in a moment. And I'm just going to listen to that. All those parts before were really tough. And I do not negate that. We literally have seasons of me crying. Books we have books cry. of me processing and crying. Like my pain is splattered across pages and audio waves everywhere. Mm-hmm. But every now and again, I always got like a little boost from somewhere, Hmm. like whether it was a holiday when I needed it the most Hmm. or the phone call from someone when I needed it the most Hmm. or that perfect meal. And whilst I'm saying that my happiness isn't defined by anyone else, 100%, but those little boosts did help coach me into happiness, as it were. And that's magic. So magic is an extra. It is not necessary, right? It's not the thing that, you know, well, to you, it was necessary because you were born with a certain knowing and you always wanted to practice it. It's not something that everyone comes in and is like, well, I really hope I get to access magic sometime in this lifetime. You know, you clearly did, but not everyone else is. Some people are just like, I just really want to get through the day without like, you know. And I'm like, I don't want normal. I want magical. Yes, exactly. But we're going to want that more and more. The more people are going to gravitate towards the idea of manifestation, the more they're going to have to confront the fact that it doesn't work because as we said in 5D, it doesn't work. And what they're really going to be having to learn to harness is the ability to magic. Okay. So which is to conjure as we said earlier. What is, okay. We're going to ask some questions now first. What is the difference between manifestation and magic? Well, again, as we said, sort of manifestation is just the law of attraction at work. And the law of attraction is only is energy that can only be used in 3D. Okay. Right? Because it was to bring something that we wouldn't normally be able to attract because of separation. Like the forces of separation are too great and I wouldn't be able to have this for XYZ reasons. Maybe my karma, maybe something else. But I can use the you know, law of attraction in order to get that. So I align my vibration even for a moment with the thing I want and I attract it to myself. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. What's manifestation as a manifester in 5D? It's the, I'm so aligned with myself, my values, my purpose. I know who I am. I know what I need. And poof, there it is. Okay. And then what's magic? So magic is the thing that I'm in a great, happy, blissful state. All that is around me, all that is in my life, everything that is currently set up as it is, brings me so much that... I am high on life pretty much from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. Even if I have like little stressors during the day, no big deal. My constant state is happiness and bliss and life is awesome. And I see it for what it is. Like I see life for what it is, but not in a cynical way. Because again, that does not affect my, my state of being. But I would like more. I would like extra. I mean, because technically you don't need to be happy to be able to magic. Okay. Okay. I mean, the greatest amount of magic really does happen when you are happy, but you need to be in 5D to be able to magic. Now that matters. In order to be in 5D, Mm -hmm. you have to be calmless, egoless. Wait, this is illogical. Now I don't understand. Right. This was one thing that we did explain was you could be operating with 5D energy, but not be fully, fully 5D. Because you need to really be able to drop your ego. 
yeah. you need to be completely egoless. Yeah. So as we said, if a person's karmaless, if a person's fearless, if they've dropped enough ego, they can play in 5D energy. Yeah, they're just not fully in 5D. Exactly. But if you're playing in 5D energy, you can then access magic. Yes, exactly. Okay, because magic is part of 5D energy. Exactly. Okay. So that means you could be playing in enough 5D energy. Okay. Like you could be, and still not be a full 5D being. So then how do we make magic then? Okay. How do we use this accessory? How do we accessorize? How do we accessorize? Well, first of all, you lose your karma. Yeah. Right? So you have to be out of your karma completely. And this is all sort of a being and, and well, you have to bring your karmalessness into, right? You have to become a karmaless person. Okay, so fine. So it's bringing in and then actively being a karmaless person. Okay, so you're actively being a karmaless person. Yeah. Number one. And you are needless. So you cannot perceive, believe, or have any notion that you need anything what about like oxygen and food okay that's stuff that you might require for your human state but not the sense of need oh like uh, without a partner i'm not good enough without this job I'm not any good kind enough. of need but even your basic needs are attended to because you've already gotten to that space which you would have by now okay i don't think i fully understand okay so imagine a lot of that like what you're kind of saying right your basic human needs yeah those, if you still need those, then you're still in separation. Okay. Consider that for a minute. If I still need to eat. Yeah, we do. But you always have the means to get the food. Okay. Right? You can meet all your your requirements. Okay. But it's not a need. Okay. Need imparts lack. Okay. Okay. There's your word. <laughs> now we can use lack. <laughs> okay. And so the third bit, which is interesting, given what they'd explained earlier, is to be futureless. So that means to not be worried or projecting about anything having to do with your future. So I sometimes think, oh, what's going to happen? And I panic a little bit. Mm -hmm. But then I also think, oh, I'll be all right. So yeah. is that futureless? Yes, exactly. As long as your baseline is, you know, you'll be all right no matter what happens. Exactly, exactly. So it's not about not giving a shit about what will happen tomorrow or making plans or things like that. It's mm -hmm. much more, and it's not like being in the present, like the om style. <laughs> it's much more just like, whatever happens, I'll be fine. I'll find the happiness somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. No it really has to do with really about the, the future planning bit. Yeah. And so for somebody like you, who's always future planned and anticipated and plotted, and cared a lot, it's enough for you to be like, I experience the occasional insecurity and then I'm okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. okay. It's important for people to understand that you do not change every little thing overnight. Mm. And actually, I have to say now, for example, when I think about, oh, what's going to happen in a month, I'll be like, oh, let it unfold. It should be fine because it's been fine so far. Okay. Because you cannot magic an outcome necessarily, not when it's future based. Right. And that brings us to hopeless. So this one was a tricky one. So hope expresses our heart's desires, right? Our heart's desires can be future based yeah. and that's okay. They're not always, but they can be. But magic is about presence and being present to our natural state at any given time. So it cannot be future driven as in you cannot magic something because you think it's going to get you an outcome in the future. Does that make sense? So the example might be, so manifestation sometimes teaches that you can manifest a person. Yeah, fair. Can we run with that one for a moment? Now, because that person isn't yet in your life, you're thinking it's future driven, right? I want this person because I want a partner. I want to be married. I want to be ex, you know, I want to have this life, right? Fill in the blank kind of life. 
Now, you cannot magic a partner for your future life. As in, I want somebody who is going to do these things with me down the road, right? At a future later time. You could magic a person for now because it's not about what you would do tomorrow with them or five years down the road. So when we have all four of those things, we don't have any karma. We don't need anything. So as in we're not in lack. Yes. We're not panicking about the future, focusing yeah. on the future. Mm-hmm. And we're also not future planning. Right. Because there's nothing to control. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which is what you call hopeless. <laughs> in this, which is so confusing. But They really is... wanted to go with this like whole list of lesses. I know. I know. I get it. I get it. Um, but is that when magic is a given? No, because there's one more thing that needs to be in place, sadly. So sorry. I know. (laughs) I'm sure anyone listening might be like, is magic fucking worth it? All all this bullshit. (laughs) Sorry. Wondering, wondering. (laughs) Wondering, thinking. You need humility. Humility is a really great challenge. Humility, in my experience, is just knowing like, I might think I know what's best for me now, Mm -hmm. but I might not know what's best for me in the big picture. Yeah. And I don't mean that in the sense of, you know, sometimes when you look back at something that happened and you think, oh, if I'd done this, yeah, then this would have all been different. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's how I see it when something comes up that I didn't see or I didn't get something that I wanted to or vice yeah. versa. Mm-hmm. So I think there's probably a reason for this. Where you're like, how the fuck do I know what that person's thinking? Uh... Do I always really know What's best for me if I'm constantly constantly trying to control a situation or an interaction, right? Because humility tells us we can't know what is always best for ourselves, right? And that sounds like a high level of trust, which it is. And it's also a profound level of self-awareness. For as much as I know, I don't know. Yeah. I could have spent my whole life thinking that I was going to be in a traditional relationship. Mm -hmm. And actually, when I got clear on what I wanted... Maybe super traditional wasn't for me. Yeah. If as simple as I didn't want a relationship that looked like any in 3D separation. Yeah. So what I thought I wanted was maybe an aspect of what I wanted, but it wasn't fully what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And if I wasn't humble enough to accept that, I would have been kept trying to fit myself into a box that actually didn't fit me. And instead of experiencing what really did fit me instead. Yeah. And that is, I guess, the 5D bit of it is what it is. And... I don't no longer until have it's the, not. Yeah, I don't have the identity. I'm not so married to my identity that I don't allow it to change. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important to understand that we are going to be operating from the somewhat limited awareness, even from the most expanded perspective possible, because this whole five D oneness harmony flow game is so new to everybody that we don't know what it looks like. That it is important to kind of to have a huge amount of humility so that way we can remain in flow because if we always think that we know what we're doing if we if we, well, we wouldn't learn anything no we wouldn't learn anything we just get frustrated exactly. when it didn't work out and then it becomes again oh i thought this was going to happen it didn't that means magic doesn't exist or oh i thought this happened it didn't that means i'm not good enough or, the minute you're then you're, you're pinning your external or they're not again. in oneness because they're not doing this yeah right but then we start to think then we know better than other people oh my god we really do and then we're going to start sort of and that's where the judgment comes in. Mm. Yeah. Do you see how the circle keeps out? Like then mm. we find ourselves in that loop. And if oneness and 5D come through us, mm. 
it can't come through us if, if we're not humble enough to accept that we're all still learning at the same time. And it's really powerful to operate from this space where we're so capable of magicking extra. And so let's go back to that for a moment. What is, what is the point of magic if we have to work so hard at being like the best and most amazing yet humble version of ourselves <laughs> who is so divine that they are the divine manifest, right? And this is actually going to lead us into our next episode. It's because in order to experience a world where oneness and harmony are possible, we need magic. We're going to need to be able to bring in and muster up all the divine power we have in order to create that world for future generations. Because there are times it's going to start to look a little bleak. And so if we're constantly looking outside of ourselves, wondering, you know, when the next happy moment is going to occur, maybe not for us because we're happy, but you know, when is it going to get better for other people? That's where we're going to start needing to use our magic more and more to bring happiness to others. Because magic to create happiness doesn't have to be for ourselves. No, it doesn't have to. But it can be. Yes, it can be. Yes. When I look back at stuff that's happened to me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, wow, that was like a miracle. How cool, actually, that it wasn't a miracle that I created some magic. Mm-hmm. So I literally am yeah. that powerful that I create my miracles. Yes. Yeah. And people have. I mean, it's not luck. No, you work really fucking hard for it, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. People just assume that luck is what has given them the gifts that they have. But it's not at all. They, they just have not been joy. able. Right. And they, or they just have not been able to recognize how much of themselves has played a part in their lives, right? Because in separation, you don't get to see yourself fully. You don't get to see how divine you are. You don't get to recognize your divine power. Everything is a divine power outside of you. Mm. So it's all something that is gifted Mm. to you. I have one question. Hmm. Can you magic with specific people? Because that's something I've been seeing a lot of, and I've been wondering it as well. Can you magic specific people? As in, I want to do this with X. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no. Magic is a very happy energy. Again, the happier you are, the greater that magic is. What you're talking about is more spell magic. Mm -mm. Can you, in manifestation, can you do anything? So there's nothing, because you know, I was reading about it recently. They were saying, actually saying that you can't focus on a specific person is another limiting belief. And I do believe that obviously the divine in me recognizes divine in you. So I'm never going to be able to force anyone to do anything ever. So, while that is true, that is also not true. Okay. Right? Your power does not get to override the will of another. Yes. And we stand by that, and that is huge. Right? I mean, it's not huge. And that is very important. It's fundamental. It is. It is. It's I thou. It's the hallmark of... Well, even in 3D. Yeah. Even in 3D, you don't get to do that. Yeah. Right? So, whilst you can't override their will, if their will was leading towards you... (laughs) <laughs> then you can already that then it's not that you're forcing them to do anything you're just creating an opportunity for both of you to enjoy but it. here's the thing while that is possible the more somebody is inclined to do that as in manipulate someone for their own gain 100 speaks to where they are mm. not healed the thing is you can't make anybody do something that they really a, don't want to do well, that's the thing and secondly it's not going to have this kind of lasting effect yeah but one time you said to you magic was like a wish but here's the thing 
a wish is barely a desire. A wish is really just an expression of, I want this, but I don't have the power to make it happen myself. Magic assumes all your power can bring forth what it is that not only you desire, but that will bring just such joy and such magic and something new to this world to experience. We have a desire. We want something. And we tell ourselves, no. Every time I've experienced it, I've allowed myself to want it. Mm -hmm. And in allowing myself to want it, I became clear on it. Yeah. Again, go back to where are you not free? And if you give yourself permission to be free... You do anything. Exactly. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.